now they're now what we're here for the review of Spider-Man No Way Home. And I've got my friend here from Entertainment Nerd News. How are you going, guy? I'm doing good. Is that, is that Nerd ADC? How are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm very well, very well. Just sat here, got a drink, talking to you. So you've just watched uh, No Way Home? I did. And man, that movie, that movie, man. I don't know how far in the weeds we want to get right off the bat, but because there's you a can go, lot. We can go anywhere. We can go anywhere. I, what I want to do on my show is just go anywhere. There's no structure. There's nothing. Anywhere you want to go, anytime you want to start, where do you want to start? Yeah, let's talk about how that hit me in the feels, man, about my childhood, man. Mm. Seeing Tobey Maguire on that screen again blew my mind. Well, there's a quite interesting thing, because here in the UK and England, where I'm, I am, is after theater experiences are very different because i saw um the dark night is it dark night rises is the last the last one isn't it correct right right that's the last one i saw that at a cinema in miami and what i like about the american audiences is is you're loud you, ch- you cheer at the tv you clap after the movie's finished here in the uk we don't do none of that you go oh, in, it's very, very silent very it's, silent. It's very silent unless if there's a joke and you get the laugh. Uh, oh. There's no clapping after the movies or anything. It's you go in and you watch the film, you laugh if it's a comedy and you leave. And and you still leave after the film's over in a Marvel movie. I don't know why people just haven't learned this. <laughs> why are you getting up in a Marvel? It's been 10 years. You're still getting up. But You think you'd, you think you'd know by now. Yeah. You think you'd know. And the interesting thing is, this is the very first, when I'm in a movie, I sit and kind of blank everything out. I don't drink or eat, so I don't get to go to the bathroom. I just zone in. This is the first time ever I've ever been in a UK movie theatre where the scene where the portal opens and Andrew Garfield steps in, when he takes the mask off, the actual crowd at 10.30 in the morning showing the crowd went crazy, and I thought, where's this come from? We don't do this. This is not normal. This is no. not normal. And then, what would you say, uh, two minutes later, when Toby Maguire comes through, the place went even louder. I mean, and that's it, our... it, it's just a weird experience to be in that kind of weird environment. I put it this way, that didn't happen in Endgame. It happened in Spider-Man. You guys, they have those moments in Endgame? That was at the theater environment in Endgame? Mm. Wow! It, it didn't happen in Endgame. That reaction has never. I've never been in a, a theater when that reaction. I've been in when it's been opening day when Deadpool and there's been a joke and people's laugh, but never has anyone gone create. It was like a concert environment. That's crazy. Yeah, completely different. But as you said, to see Tobey Maguire just the first time in what twenty years. Yeah, I, I, um, I went with a friend of mine and like we were discussing that and I was like, yeah, it has to. At first, I, was, I, I turned to her and I was like, like 10 years? And then she's like, no, more than 10. I'm like, yeah, you're right. And it's like 20, yeah. Well, the interesting thing is I actually uh, Googled it. Uh, the first Spider-Man came out in 2002. Dang. I mean, that, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, what I like about this movie, let me know what you think, is it kind of hit everything. What, uh, awesome. What I, like about, what I like about this movie is, is that when it was funny, it was funny. 
when it was emotional, right. it was emotional. It wasn't just one or the other. Right. It, 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 but the thing with me was like, um, I guess, because um, uh, the person I went with was more of a, you know, a, I would say like a general audience goer type of thing. And I think there was a lot on the screen um, for somebody who's like, maybe just getting into it to yeah. like, uh, to follow, if you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that was the only thing for me. It's like, for me, I was nerding out. Like I couldn't like stop myself almost crying at this experience. You know what I mean? But I mean, I, mean, I, I, I can see that with the multiverse, I suppose it's really hard to get. It's like if I went, cause I went on my own, cause I do it a lot. Um, because I think I don't mind going on my own to see a movie because you're not supposed to talk anyway. So it's like, I don't mind not, uh, going on my own. But I suppose when you look at it, so it's supposed to be hard for people to commit to think about God. So he's Spider-Man in this film. He was Spider-Man in another film, but he's still Spider-Man in this film. I suppose it's hard for... I suppose you've kind of got a, a bit like a Fast and Furious movie, really. You've kind of just got to shut your mind off and just go with the story they're telling. For sure. Um, and the thing, the thing about me... Um, and I thought they were very clever with the dialogue between the, between the Peters. Yes. Um, uh, you know, when Toby's all like, you're really amazing. No, you're really, really amazing. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> like that because was like, it was, was clear awesome. they were getting the joke of you're the amazing Spider-Man. Exactly. I thought that was so cool. And um, another thing that was uh, uh, I thought really, really interesting is um, the same friend, you know, uh, then we watched the amazing Spider-Man movies and she's like, that Spider-Man makes me want to go see, go watch those amazing Spider-Man movies. And I, and I would agree with her. Like Andrew Garfield's performance in this movie, it reminded me how much of a good Spider-Man he was. Um, uh Well, the interesting thing about that is I thought just my my opinion, it was like, he was before this film began, before I went and see this film, it was almost like you're going to see Tom Holland because it's, it's Tom Holland's movie. You're going to see Tobey because he's the child of to- he's your child of Spider-Man. And I always thought that the Andrew Garfield skating that line of, well, I'm just here. I'm just here because I was I was a Spider-Man before. But for me, I think in a way he steals that mover. For sure. No doubt. No doubt. I, I mean, mean, even Willem Dafoe steals the mover. Willem Dafoe, man, that guy. Like he did not miss a beat at all. He he. Um, that's the other thing. Like, were were the others? You know, uh, like kind of gave a different. In my opinion, the the other villains kind of gave a different take mm. on on their villain from the past. I felt well, and in, in, in my opinion, not so. Sometimes not so much as, as a better take. Um, I felt Willem Dafoe like amplified the goblin mm. if that makes sense yeah like uh, he's the only one who it was literally like you pulled him out of the 2002 movie and stuck him in this i think jamie fox mm-hmm. i think jamie fox saw that as kind of like this is his mate do this is what i wanted to do but couldn't right right it was just, it's <laughs> he needed it too it kind of was his chance of redemption right because let's be honest that Electro and those amazing Spider-Man movies. Thing is, though, the funny thing is, I actually liked how it looked. I just didn't look how he acted. If he'd have acted like this, but looked like 
that amazing Spider-Man design, I wouldn't have minded. Right. I didn't mind the way the, the character looked. I think um, I was worried originally when they, when they said, oh, he's going to have kind of Tony Stark tech. Mm-hmm. Because I was worried about, oh, you kind of bring in Tony you For me, they will bring Iron Man back. I think they will bring him back in probably one of the next Avengers movies, but I'm kind of a bit bored of everything to do with Spider-Man having like some kind of direct result with Tony. I agree. It didn't didn't really worry me at all, but you could tell it were like the nerd character in the Spider-Man, I'm not doing that shit no more. I'm not doing that. Tony Your Tony comments here, like I think he's going to become the new Jarvis. Really? That's how that's how they're going to bring him back. By the way, he's going to be the new AI for uh, uh, probably Ironheart's suit because there's been talks about bringing Ironheart. Well, Ironheart's already getting a series on Disney mm. Plus, so I think I think Tony will be the AI for her suit. Oh. I, I, the only reason I'd like to see Tony back, kind of like in an I uh, kind of like a cameo as an Iron Man in the future Avengers movie because. Would be yeah, I'd do it in ten years' time for the simple reason of in Endgame, you know, with the hug. I'd kind of like to see Tony turn around and give an adult Tom Holland Spider-Man a kind of like you've done good, kid. You're like you've now become the leader of the Avengers, like a cat or I did. That right there would make me cry, man. Yeah, you know, it's like you know (laughs) what, you know what, and you know what, in a kind of way, if you're going to do Miles Morales. And you're going to do the killing, Peter Parker. I'd kind of like Toby to be there, like he was there when he died. I would like Toby to, Toby, I like Tony to be there when Tom died. It's like you've done well, kid. You've, you know, you've done well. I'm proud. The whole, um, they kind of touched on the whole uh, uh, Peter Parker um, going off the deep end uh, mm-hmm. in that dialogue that I think was a Toby Spider-Man yeah. had, where he's like, you know, I went nuts. Basically, it's what he said. He's like, I let it consume me. Or, or, or was it Andrew Garfield that said that? I can't remember. Uh, no, it was Andrew. Again, one of Andrew Garfield's great scenes where it's when I stopped pulling my punches. Oh, yeah, that's right. It was Andrew. Yeah. And uh, I uh, and I was like, wow. Because you because um, correct me if I'm wrong. We saw a little bit of that on screen, but I felt like he was getting into what happened after the movies. Yeah, I, I assumed because. After Gwen in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, we never really saw what happened afterwards because it were kind of, she died in, what, the last 15 minutes? So right. I would assume he stopped pulling his punches kind of when he fought Rhino, that kind of the world that we didn't see. Right, right. Oh, and speaking of, like, scenes, uh, by the way, I want to, can we talk about that MJ almost dying scene and the parallels between that and yeah, Gwen? Yeah, scene? I love that. I thought that was great. Because you saw the look of horror on Andrew uh, uh, Peter's face. Mm. And he's, he's just like, no, no, not today, not again. You know, like, that's, that was all. I mean, I, I love that. It was, it was so, I, what, my worry with that when I went into the theatre, I was wondering that was just going to be a wishful thinking kind of fan theory. Mm-hmm. You know, like, but it were really good to get, like, his, if his character never shows up again, and they will be back, both of them will be back, because it's money, you know, <laughs> studio likes money. Yeah, after this, they're going to be like, uh, I know you guys probably thought this was a one and done, but 
we need you back. Yeah. <laughs> if any if any of the three don't want to do it, it, it will probably be Toby. I don't think he may be not too keen, but I think Andrew will come back. I think he'd welcome to come back. I think he would love it. Um, I think Andrew will come back. If you, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see do the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man 3 as a straight-to-Disney Plus TV show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see that. I could definitely see that. It also kind of screws my theory of the, the Venom is in that universe, and then you look at it and go, well, he isn't. Well, well, you have that end scene. You want to talk about that? Yeah. And I like the way they did it. Um, And it goes back to, like, uh, not really knowing the lore and understanding, because, like I said, the person with Presidio's is probably a good good point. Um, You know, I'm like, okay, now they're saying that, uh, you know, Eddie Brock and Venom are not part of this universe. Mm. But then, you know, know, uh, Eddie Brock and Venom phase out, but a piece of Venom stays behind. Mm. So, so... It leads me to think, like, how are they going to play that? You know what I mean? Because I agree. I agree with that because that's kind of, for me, I always thought, well, the money is Tom Holland and Tom Hardy. It's not just, (laughs) oh, there's another Venom. Surely I thought that was the money. That was the idea. Yeah. And, and, you know, Venom can take over more than one consciousness. So there's that. So uh, what I was speculating is maybe we get a whole, maybe, that little piece of them that got left behind is going to take up, take off, take another host, and that's going to be the MCU's Venom. Right. And you could still have Tom Hardy as Venom in the Sony verse, mm-hmm. along with now uh, Tom Holland, it seems. Because um, I think that's kind of where they were going with where you're not going to remember me. That whole th- line um, uh, that, you know, Peter basically had to sacrifice himself to the ones he loves. Um, did you find that? Did you find that there were like kind of multiple nods to different story, stories in this movie? As in, you had the spoilers, the death of Aunt May, which is kind of like the game. Yeah. You had, what is it? Is the comic, uh, the comic is, is it One Last Day? One Last Day, that's it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. So you had yeah. the kind of the comic, you had the game. And then you kind of add like the multiverse, which is kind of like the episode of the animated series when they get the multiple Spider-Mans to try to stop. Is it spider Carnage? So I thought I love the little like hints to little things. Mm-hmm. So that, that, he, that's, that was great. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you did, they had the line, uh, 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 Strange said, you know, I'm not going to be able to hold him, hold him away or, or whatever. Yes. Much and, you saw, and you saw Craven. You saw Craven. Uh, if you really paid attention, I, I almost positive you saw um, some X Men. Um, so uh, I think that he wasn't able to hold him much longer, and he just wasn't aware that some people got through. And I think we're going to be exploring that in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and I think that in the Multiverse of Madness, this would be the perfect time to bring in an, a Professor Xavier, to bring in anybody you want to bring in. Well. I thought that, but I thought, well, as soon as if they if they come in, I thought as soon as they did the the spell that they kind of like when Venom got sucked back or whether the Spider Man's got sucked back, I'm wondering whether whether they come here for like thirty seconds because it's I find it confusing now because I watched the Morbius trailer again and Morbius clearly exists in the Venom 
world because Morbius references Venom. Right. And Morbius seems to be in the same universe as the Vulture because Michael Keaton's in it. Yep. So that means... Me- so that means that my, that means that it's in the main continuity. Continuity, but we know that Venom isn't in the main continuity. But also the picture of the Spider-Man in the in the Morbius trailer <laughs> is Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, which is in neither continuity. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. Like uh, I don't. I think they're trying to basically uh, make a soup out of this bitch, you mm-hmm. know, and like basically just be like, hey. Don't look behind the curtain. It makes sense, okay? It just has to make sense, you know? Um, And I think a lot of that's coming down from Sony. Um, I think Sony just wants, really just wants their universe, and they're trying to piggyback off off Disney and the MCU to make it happen. Do you think, do you think uh that they will make, because it's Aaron Taylor Johnson's craving for some weird reason, I know, right? Quicksilver is crazy. So. Do you think that there will be like a, a big movie like A Secret Wars? Do you think they will actually reference that a Quicksilver variant is craven because they look alike? No, I don't think so. I think it'll be a much like, a, you know, like Josh Brolin, right? Mm. He was able to be Cable and he's able to be Thanos. Um, I think it's going to be exactly like that, where it's um, uh, because, you know, uh, Aaron Terry Johnson, he's like bulked up a lot for the to be Craven, right? Mm. So I think they're gonna uh, rely on the fact that he is not the scrawny little Quicksilver that he looked like before, and kind of let people just kind of be like, well, they're not the same person. I mean, look how easily they uh, and this is the switch actors on us, like with Rhodey, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't explain that whatsoever. Um, so I think this is a similar situation where. Much like we got different roadies with Terrence Howard and then Don Cheadle, where Aaron Taylor Johnson is now Craven, and that's it. Because I, I like how it's also a lie. This is what I like about the, that this podcast going forward. I like how we can just jump about. I like at the end of the movie, you get the classic, hundred percent classic Spider-Man outfit. Oh yeah, that was that was sick. That was very sick. Um, I liked how. Uh, um, one thing I brought up in the uh, uh, in the fight scene um, where the, all three were fighting, you know, all the villains mm. was my brain had to like focus because I'm like, OK, which Spider-Man I'm looking at right now? Yeah. I'm like, is this Toby? Is this Andrew? Is this is this Tom? You know, uh, so much was happening at once with all them swinging all over the place. And I, I, I had to go by voice alone. And you know, you know what I like, I liked about it? And my favourite scene is the scene where they're all kind of like, what are we going to do? And it's like, you know, what? this is why Andrew Garfield's great in this movie. It's like, I, when he goes to Tova, I kept shouting, what's going on? I kept scouting you, Peter 2. I'm not Peter 2. Why would I be Peter 2? <laughs> And I love that. I love that the best line in the movie for me, and I like to get what yours is. The best line in the movie for me is when I was in the Avengers. You there? Yeah, yeah. That that line was great. And yeah, I, like, I, I, like the, I just, I just, I just love, I just love the line of, "Yes, I'm not going to brag, but I was in the Avengers. You're in the Avengers. That's great. What's that? Right. Were you in a band? <laughs> is that a band? That, yeah, that line cracked me up. Also, I like the fact that I uh, how they finally settled on who was Peter 1, Peter 2, Peter 3. Mm-hmm. They went by continuity. Did you notice that? 
Yeah, I noticed, I noticed that. I also I also noticed, you know, when they did the... Now, this, that's going to be a gift forever. You know when they land, where they all three and they all land all three Spider-Mans? Right. Did you notice they land in the actors, in the order of the actor that became Spider-Man when? It, it was Toby landed, Andrew landed, Tom landed. I did not notice that part. If that, you watch, that, uh, Toby drops first on the right, then... Andrew left on the left, and then Tom in the middle. That is cool. Now that's cool. Um, no, I did not notice that, but I noticed the, the little wink on the uh, the one, two, and three, mm-hmm. and I was like, that 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 that's pretty awesome. Um, What's your favorite line in the movie? Because there's so many callbacks. Oh man, man. Um, you know, Scooby Doo, this shit. That was pretty cool. That's what I think I'll get onto in a minute. Actually, you've actually reminded me of that. Uh, I like that. Uh, uh, what, what did uh, Ned say? Oh, um, I won't turn into a super villain and kill you. No, he 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 said, <laughs> yeah, that too. But he said something like, uh, uh, "What was the line?" Ned had, Ned had a lot of good lines. Mm. Um, and the thing is, I was never a Ned fan. I was never a Ned fan. I always thought he'd come across in the first one as someone that's like when he's trying to like, he's trying to get to be famous through Peter for knowing Spider-Man. I was never a fan. He kind of toned him down for me anyway in this film. Yeah. Oh, a Flash Gordon, by the way, in this oh. film. <laughs> he was cracking me up. I'm like, but that's how exactly how that would be, right? Yeah. That's totally Flash. Like, he, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I was friends with Peter all along. You know, I was friends with Spider-Man all along. But yeah, the-, the part that you just reminded me of them, Doctor Strange, do you, do you remember all the, the fan theories about Doctor Strange is different, he's talking different? Do you remember all those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the weird thing in this movie is that it's kind of his dialogue, his execution of the dialogue in the trailers is completely different. There's, it seems like there's nothing wrong with it. Right. And so I'm wondering if some, some of that they kind of like uh, um, got rid of? I feel like I, I feel like we are almost were missing a, a, a subplot here because um, in the trailers versus how he was in the final film, I feel like there's something missing. Yeah, it's completely different. Remember the, the part in the trailer, the, the line of, do you remember when you uh, botched that spell so people didn't know Peter Parker was Spider-Man? He kind of says it in a sarcastic tone in the trailer as... It kind of goes, do you remember when you botched that spell? Like people forgetting that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. It's like, right. this is like, it just says it normally. It's like, there's a very, it's like they've changed the kind of acting choice where people's, it's kind of like they've gone, he is a theory that he ate Doctor Strange and we'll quash that and we'll just edit it different. Yeah, because I, I was almost positive that, uh, some of this movie was not supposed to be strange. It was supposed to be Mephisto. Mm. And, and if you look like at, um, if you look at the final end stinger, which was basically the trailer for Multiverse of Madness. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you noticed in that, it seems like that's where they're going in that film. Because there was a point in, there was por- uh, a point in that trailer where obviously it wasn't, it was Doctor Strange looking at Doctor Strange, like an evil version yeah. of Doctor Strange. Well, the what if, it seems like what if now is kind of, could be technically canon. We right. evil Doctor Strange. And I feel like we were supposed to touch on it in this film. Mm. Because I think you're right. Because if you look at the trailers versus the actual movie, we kind of got two different Doctor Stranges. Yeah, very much. The tone would be different. 
I mean, you look like I said that you had kind of a saga. Also, I don't know if you noticed this. The whole scene where it asks him to change, do a spell for him. Wong's attitude's completely different. In the original, in the first trailer, it's don't do that spell. Whereas in this movie, it's kind of insinuated that I know you're gonna do it, but leave me out of it. I don't want to know about it. Mm-hmm. It's yep. kind of like the scene is completely different. The wink isn't there either, if you watch. Oh yeah, I noticed that. The wink, the wink wasn't isn't. Out. Oh, I won't do it. Wink. I'll help you. Uh, I'll help you, um, Peter. That is completely not there in this movie. Nope. So yeah, I think you're right. I think we're missing a whole different part of this movie that got cut. Uh, but I think. Um, so I'm interested in, I want to know your thoughts here too. Like, where do we go from here, right? So it seems like... anywhere. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. Uh, so you got the Sony-verse and you got the MCU. My thought coming out of this was that Tom Holland was going to be, was going to be able to, to basically do staycations in the MCU and go back to Sony when he's not needed, right? Yeah. That's my thought, is that he was going to be able to appear in the MCU and appear in Sony... And, and some of what you said makes sense of why he'd be able to do that because you look at the Morbius and there's so many ties to the main MCU continuity. Mm-hmm. But with, with Vulture, uh, with Vulture being the key into that. Uh, but after the events of this movie, you can't really do that, right? No. Because people disappeared back to their timelines. Yeah, because so, I assumed that whoever was going to be here was either going to die here, therefore stay here, or Doctor Strange would have to physically like, sling ring them through into their dimension or their, their thing. And they didn't, it was kind of like, they kind of got like the end of Endgame, like click and they were back into their continuities, which I, I thought this would have been the ideal way how you got Deadpool into the MCU. I'm waiting for it, man. I want it. I would have thought, I would have thought it's kind of like everyone stayed here. So, like, if you killed Green Goblin, so like he stayed here because he's dead. And literally, Doctor Strange had to physically take them into the next, into their worlds. Mm-hmm. And then you could have had Deadpool literally waiting, going, you know, you know who the fuck forgot me? And he's exactly. in the MCU. <laughs> No, for sure. And if you notice, they gave themselves an out, too, because they didn't kill any Spider-Man. No. But also, I think, I don't know if you if you heard this rumor, apparently there was a rumor that Tom Holland, there was a there was a different finish or different part of the ending, and Tom Holland actually asked the director, the rumor, to change something. Now, I think, because of leaks months ago, I think Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was meant to die when he got stabbed. Mm, I think he was meant to die. I think he was meant to die and get stabbed. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I think. I think Tom Holland, being the massive Spider-Man fan, I think he changed it. I think he got it changed. Well, there's also the there's also there was talk that uh, Ned was going to turn into Hobgoblin. Oh, I, personally, now nah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see kind of less of him. <laughs> Less Damn of him. <laughs> and kind of in a way, less of... I think you should slowly do the MJ to the end of... I tell you what, if you slowly do the three movies that she remembers him, if you're going to proper pull at the art string, she should remember him in the last of the three movies in the trilogy. She should remember that he should die. 
he should right. remember him on the third movie of the new trilogy, and that's when he should die. For sure. For sure. Um, so, yeah, that, that's the, I'm just wondering how that works, right? So I'm guessing the three, the next three movies, um, from my understanding, are going to be pretty much under Sony's control. Mm. Um, so he's going to go to the Sony-verse. I, I wouldn't, to- I wouldn't be too think about that. I think they'll be like, I think Kevin Feige will go, you're completely in control. Completely in control. If you want to make them good, I'll, I'll do them. Mm-hmm. You know, I will run the, I will run these movies, but you can run them, run them if you want. But as long if you want to make them watchable, that's up to you. I think he'll kind of do it like that because it's not broke, so why fix it? But I feel like Sony, the, the the analogy I use here, right? So I feel like Sony bought a car, right? Yeah, and like this is and a, it's a good one. It's a great car, and they wrecked it, and they're like, now it's a junk. Twice, by the way, twice, right. and it's a junker, and they're like. You're not gonna get nothing out of this car. Yeah, yeah, Marvel, you can have it. And then Marvel takes the car and they put it in work and they make it like badass again, right? And now Sonny's going, I want my car back. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, if I was coming by, I'd say I'd say, Well, you can have your car bike, but you've got to prove that you can drive it. And I would <laughs> go, make success of Morbius, make success of Venom, and we'll talk about it. Right. And there was a clause. Like when Sony sold the car to Marvel, that they could get their car back. But should they necessarily have their car back? That's the whole point, right? Yeah. So That's a really good analogy. And so I think they're going to take this car and they're going to wreck it again. Unfortunately. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I wouldn't worry because I don't think they'll be allowed. I think you'll. I think Marvel's in the passenger seat with another pair of brake pedals. <laughs> it's like it's driver's ed right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we want to do a Sinister Six. I think Kevin Feige will go, yeah, um, let me tell you what you're going to do. You're gonna, we're going to do this. That's the end of it. You're going you're going the wrong way on a one-way street, my yeah. friend. You need and a, I, can, I, I can see why Tom Holland kind of had that moment where it's like, oh, I don't know if I want to be Spider-Man after this, because it's like, I don't know how you top this movie. Well, I do, but I don't know how you top it. He seems to be like all keen on being Spider-Man, no matter who's running it. Mm. Um, so everything I've heard um, speaks to the fact that he knows he's going to the Sony verse and he's almost fine with fine with it. And like basically, you know, the line that no one's going to remember you. And as who knew who knew you were Spider-Man, that includes Doctor Strange, that includes the Avengers, that includes everybody, right? Mm. So I think that was them saying bye. Really? That, that, so you think this is kind of like, you are Spider-Man, you exist, but we don't know you, so technically you're kind of dead to the MCU because no one knows who Spider-Man is. Right. Ah, that's actually an interesting way of putting it. That's actually sad. And I think that's why uh, they really focused a lot on that, last, on that scene where he, Peter had to break it to Ned and MJ. Um, because in, in, if you notice that exchange, he's like, no, call me. Even Dr. Strange is like, no, call me Steven. Yeah, I like, that. I like that old dynamic. That's a dynamic I never I never knew I wanted. It's Dr. Mm-hmm. Strange and Spider-Man. Strange. Yeah, that, that, that was a good performance as well. I like recently how all the different, all the different, I mean, you, can, you can't say who specifically screwed the multiverse up. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could you could make a case that Loki did it. You can make a case that Doctor Strange did it. You can make a case that Wanda did it. But I will say this. Peter 
it, and they play to the fact that he, you know, he's a dumb kid, but he, he, strangers is like, can you stop talking right now? do a lot of really fun dialogue in this movie because because he's just like you're totally like he's, he's like okay i'll change the spell for this okay i'll change the spell for this and he's like i'm getting annoyed you know <laughs> yeah I, I really like that he's kind of like he seems like the old statesman now of the mcu right he's kind of like the new uh, uh for peter in this movie he, he became the new tony stark right yeah he became like like uh you're messing up kid you know, type of father figure ish, but like because you know we don't have Tony anymore. Uh, for now, I think I think he'll be back. It, either him or Cap will come back because what's interesting is if you actually look at the film, is they didn't just pull the characters out of the continuity of you know the Raimi verse or the web, but they kind of brought them out of the continuity in time because they they clearly took Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin. Before before the end of Spider Man One, so, because he didn't know he died, right? So he clearly brought him out before Spider Man One. They clearly brought the Doc Ock after Spider Man One because he knew the hot the, the Green Goblin had died, but before the end of Spider Man Two. So they not only pulled him out of different universe, they pulled him out of different points in time. So if that can be done, you can conceivably bring back a Tony Stark before he died. You could. And that's why I think, end of the day, I think you're going to run, I think there'll be a lot of these, put it this I would be very surprised if the phone call hasn't been made to Hugh Jackman. Uh, Hugh Jackman, sorry, the Wolverine. I think that that call's been made. Uh, I would I would say they... I think they, a they, lot of, I think as soon as they realise that they're bringing Toby and Andrew back for the nostalgic box office, because this is going to make a lot of money, it's, I think you're going to see a lot of these you fancy it? Well, I plan to see this at least two more times. I'm not gonna lie. Before the oh, season, I am. And it's the- a nightmare with COVID procedures where I am, and I, I definitely am. But um, that's an interesting take of where you say the moment in time, because almost how I took it um, is they took them right at the time of their right, right, right at the time of their deaths. Uh, so it's one of those things where they didn't re- they didn't realize they died just because it was like. Like, well, because you know, almost the thought, like, is this heaven? Well, the you know, interesting uh, thing is, they took um, Sandman and uh, Lizard, but they didn't die. Fair point. Fair they point. never died. They just took them out of time. I think they've been very clever in case they have to bring a cat back, because the greatest thing about you kill a, a character or you get rid of a character is the moment it's like kiss. You take the makeup off to bring, put it back on. They killed Tony to bring him back. Mm-hmm. And you imagine if you've got a Secret Wars Avengers movie and you have Andrew, Toby, Tom, the rest of the Avengers cast, you have Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman Wolverine, you've got Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, you could have the return of Tony Stark for one film only at a time. That, that movie's making money. Ton of money. Well, we're we're already getting Secret Invasion on Disney Plus, mm. so I think you're exactly right. I think that could, could, this this could very easily tie into that. Secret Invasion could definitely go into Secret Wars without any. Do- and I, did you notice there was um, there's a uh, we didn't even talk about Matt Murdock being in this film, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yo, <laughs> I look, this is why 
Marvel, and I'm a bigger DC fan than like Marvel, as in the characters, but this is why D- DC get it so wrong and Marvel gets it so right. In the idea of, they listened, oh, you want Daredevil back, right? Daredevil's going to be coming this movie, and not only is he going to be in this movie, we've got him in another four Netflix, uh, Netflix, we've got him in another four Disney Plus shows coming. So not only are you getting him, you're getting him. And I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, Charlie Cox says Daredevil has been, he's a great Daredevil. And you know, um, the thing is, I actually thought that he would look out of place. I thought he'd look small, but he didn't, even though it sat down, I thought that he looked in, he looked like he should be there, where I thought, hmm, I bet you the suit changes, though. I bet you that changes. Yeah, yeah. Once they bring it back, that'll change. I, I see what you mean because you're, you're, because you know, you're talking about a, a, a TV based um, grounded character versus him on the big screen. And I totally get what you're saying. Um, and at first, I was a little upset, like there wasn't more scenes with Matt Murdock. Like I was hoping for like a maybe like a full fledged trial or something like this. Mm. Then we get more of Matt Murdock. But I think they did that on purpose to go to the point you're making. Yeah, I think. I think because Charlie Cox... Because you're getting him too much. You're getting him a lot in space of quick. This go, that's a teaser. You want it, you'll you'll turn into Echo. You'll tune into S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. And I think also because, you know, they they wanted to hide Charlie Cox's... Charlie Cox's weaknesses, right? Um, Because, you know, this is, is, to be honest here, you know, there are some people can make the transition between TV to the big screen or from the big screen to TV, but they are two different worlds, right? Yeah, not many people's done it. Right. Um, so I think about um, uh, uh, Jada Pickett Smith for Gotham, right? Yeah. I think about, and that that was a pretty uh, pretty good. There's great casting, and she did it well after appearing in you know like Matrix and stuff like that. Mm. Um, but yeah, very few people can do it. I think people can go movie to TV. I think very right. like I think. I become aware of it really, movie to TV, where Kiefer Sutherland did it for 24. Right. I think when you go from TV to movies, I mean, you're looking at Will Smith and a few <laughs> others, but it ain't many. No. And not so, only that, not only what you're doing, is you're not only going from TV to film, you're going from, let's be honest, how many people's watched the, the Netflix Daredevil? A lot of people watched it, but how many people haven't watched it? Now, how many people watched an MCU movie? I agree. I felt that also they could have done a little bit more on explaining, like, how did they come across Matt Murdock? How did he become Peter's lawyer? You know what I mean? Because that was one thing that um, those... I Netflix- think that was very fan service It's like, you've got, you've got what you wanted. You've got Daredevil back. I don't think all the characters are coming back, but I think you've got your Daredevil back. I'm hoping we at least get Jessica Jones back. I think that she will be a lock. I think she will come back. I think it's 50-50 on Luke Cage. I think you, you've you got more chance of me winning Miss World than that actor coming back as Iron Fist. I don't think oh. you've got a chance. I don't think you've got a chance. That was brutal, man. That series was so brutal. Ugh. I didn't even get through the first... Uh, uh, I didn't watch... I watched one episode of Iron Fist. I got through like two episodes of The Defenders just because I couldn't get past Iron Fist. I, I, I don't think he's got it. I think out of them all, I think Jessica Jones, yes. I think Luke Cage, 
50-50. I think he's got no chance. I think Iron Fist will be in it, and I think he'll possibly be introduced through kind of Shang-Chi. But I think you've got no chance of the, act, the same actor coming back. No, I agree. We're going to get a whole new Iron Fist. I wouldn't be surprised if it was an Asian Iron Fist. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. To me, I've always said this. I've got no problem with... I've always been thinking of stick to the source material and what ethnicity they are, they are. But I'm not interested. If people say, oh, it's a black Superman or black... I'm not interested in the colour. I'm not interested... I'm not interested in you, you know, you're kind of casting the, you know, you've changed into a black actor. Just get the right actor. I'm not interested. Just get the right one. If I agree. the right one happens to be Chinese, right one happens to be black, the right, just, just get the right one. Yeah, just don't, don't pander, right? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Um, I, mean, I mean, there's a reason that Black Adam's The Rock. You got the right casting. Right. I am so excited about that movie, by the way. Um, I mean, I'm a big Shazam fan, but I mean... Is there anything else you can think about this movie what really, that really spoke to you? Because I'm seeing a lot of real, for the first time in a long time, a lot of real extreme reactions to the movie, but none really negative. You don't have that. You don't even have people that's kind of like, yeah, it was shit because of it. I don't think you've seen anyone trolling the movie. No, I, I think uh, if we're uh, if we're going to go on the scale of uh, up to five, it, this was easily. Um, I, I try to hold back my fives, but it's easily close to a five, four point eight, whatever. Uh, because I do feel like there's um, some things that were uh, very small things, but some things that were like lazily explained. Mm. I think um, Daredevil was one of them. I think where, yeah. where I think if you don't know the whole situation with fans kind of campaigning to bring the character back they don't make any it, it, it's a blind man that caught a brick right other than right. that is you've got no clue who he is I think that's fan services because you've got him now just pump your brakes you'll I mean I'm probably convinced I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being a small cameo or post credit cameo scene in the last episode of Hawkeye no, we already got uh, Kingpin. Yeah, you know, but you've got that, you've got the connection, haven't you? Which it uh, could lead to. I don't know what the next. Uh, that I feel, I feel that you know they could easily, very simply, done something to explain why Matt was there, right? Like yeah. even if like if, even if May was like, hey, I know a lawyer I went to college with, or I or I went to school with, or whatever the case. She's like, let me give let me give Matt a call. And they're like, oh, is that the Matt we're thinking of? And it ends up being, you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, also, you had the thing of, because the scene was um, Happy, May, um, Peter, and Matt. So I assu- I don't know, maybe I read too much into it. I assumed that he kind of must have had connections to Tony because it's like, oh, well, Happy's brought him. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. But because they, you'd they have thought, I mean, that would have been amazing that. if you'd have gone, Peter, it have made, it's like Tony Stark's lawyer. Is Daredevil. That would have been amazing if you'd have said that. Right. But they all they did is like, oh, there's the cane. He's sitting down at this table and we're just supposed to accept it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like it's just like, no, something to explain why he's here. Like we're fan service. Yeah. And I'm and to laughing. be honest, I thought I thought there would be more of the trial, actually physical trial of Spider-Man in this movie. Exactly. We got none of that. Exactly. That's where I thought he would pop up. It would be a thing like you would see Peter in the dock 
and then you would get a, like somebody like a voiceover go objection, Your Honor, and then Matt would stand up, and it would mm. be sort of not a just kind of like a you know two two, two minute scene. Yeah, that's all we got. Which you know he was in the movie. I'm not complaining, but oh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I think you agree with me. There, there, there need to be some sort of transition there to explain yeah. why he's here. Yeah, but other than that, I think uh, were there any more? Well, were there, were there any more cameos? It's a film full of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought Alfred Molina. I think I say he said. I thought he was really good. I w- I'd like the idea of they turned him good guy. Yes, uh, I like that. I like that switch. Um, they kind of made you think he's back to being evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he like he rips it out of Electro. Yeah. Because uh, they almost had me there. I'm like, oh, is he turning again? I'll tell you what I like. I like. I don't know if you're like a wrestling fan or ever watched it, but I love do love the idea of kind of like the Sandman, kind of like the Roman Reigns line of, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. It's the guy. I like the idea of, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I just want to oh. go home. Oh man, I'm a huge wrestling fan. That it could be a whole other podcast. I could talk today as well. It's that. just I want to go home and I will kill you, Peter. It's like he saves him, even though he's not his Peter. Saves him. I want to go home. If I have to side with them, I will. If you mm-hmm. help me, I will. I will go home. But if but if you mess this up and I can't go home, I'm ending you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do. I do like that. I think I like how the the different villains kind of like jamie fox just wanted to be powerful again and you right. could understand it because like he was a nobody he was a nobody but and then he becomes powerful so why would you want to go back to that you had kind of like the sandman that goes you know what don't care if you want to rule the world do it just send me home to my door right i like that i liked i think one of the best scenes is the one where and i still will never call it spider Peter Tingle. I'll never call it that. Oh, the, the whole Tingle thing that cracked me up. I mean, the scene, that's very horror, that when it's kind of the spider sense goes off and he's looking, he's looking at each individual one and it's like, kind of like the idea, like, one of you's going to fuck me. Exactly. Like, one of you's, and then he just like webs, when he webs Willem and it's like, Willem goes, oh, and just goes back into Green Goblin. No, for sure. Um, I would say the last final, the final scene that's on my mind would be uh, um, when they were discussing how their webs work. You yeah, know, and Toby, and Toby is like the only one who he, he doesn't need a machine to do it. Yeah, and that's 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 kind of another part where I thought, oh, there's no venom in the in the um, Andrew Garfield because he's never fought an alien. Yeah. So there's not a thing. Um, there was another part I wanted to think of. Uh, but yeah, there's just so much to talk about with that movie. It's like you could go. I think also the problem is if you think too much about it, you'll go around your wrist to get to your elbow. And it's like, <laughs> if this character's this, but this character's this, but this character knows this person. So how does this work? Right. You'll start if you if you if you start getting too, too into the weeds, you'll there's because in the movie like this, there's going to be it can't be in a nice little tiny nice little nice bow here. There's you start getting into it, like you said, you're going to find so many um, holes in this. Uh, it's like uh, the emoji of the, the kid's head exploding. It's like, how do I work this out? Exactly. Like, all, you just have to accept the premise. Uh, Peter messed up. Peter <laughs> opened some portals he shouldn't have opened. 
We had Spider-Man in this movie. Matt Murdock showed up for a cup of coffee. That's the other thing, like, that always bugged me. Is I understand that Avengers deal with, like, bigger threats than the... I, I know the, what you're going to say. I know you're going to say it. I know what you're going to say, actually. But why is it that they have that they don't know about each other? That- exactly. There's not one New York or somebody around where it's like, can someone give me a hand? Can someone help me? Right. Especially Spider-Man. If anybody was going to know about Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and you know, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, it'd be Spider-Man who deals with a lot of uh, street-level crimes, right? Also, later on, I would imagine that he will be in a Marvel movie, a, not just TV show, Matt Murdock, as Daredevil would be in a, a, a movie. Yeah. Now, he possibly won't know, Pete, well, he won't know that Peter's Spider-Man, no, I would turn around if I was Peter and then go, I, I was trying to fight a lizard and a guy that shoots electric bolts out of it. Where the fuck were you? You were in New York. Exactly. Especially during like, a, um, was it, um, which Avengers movie was where like New York basically just tore up. And I've just, I've just realized this. It's a, a monument to Captain America. Where, where was Captain America the Falcon? Where are you? Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's a monument to your friend. Why don't you come and help me? It's just like a, they all decide to take vacations during this movie, right? Like that. Yeah, it, it, I just look, I think that's that's sometimes what's good about movies like Thor is they're off, they're away. You can't get you you can't get back. <laughs> they they all got paid PTO. They all got vacation time. They're they're like now nah, now nah, I'm off this week. It, it's tiger. almost like it's almost <laughs> like a distressed beacon goes up and it's like. Who's the, who's the bad guy? Never made sense to me at all. It's like, oh, um, it's, um, there's a, um, an attack on New York. Um, who might that be? Doc Ock. Yeah, I'm not going. Spider-Man will go. But he's causing <laughs> havoc now. It's, it's his villain. He's going. Right, right. It's almost like a, not my villain, not my problem. Tough yeah. mentality, right? It's just weird that. So here's, here's a question. Probably the last question. What's your favorite three moments of the movie? Okay, top three. Uh, no particular order. Um, I would say the initial them coming through the portal, Toby and Andrew. Yep. That whole scene was brilliant. Um, <laughs> the, the Spanish grandma was cracking me up. Uh, so there's that scene. Um, Andrew saving MJ. Just because yep. the emotion of that scene and then i would say um my final one would be um probably the first time you see william defoe as green goblin again yeah when it comes from the smoke right right yeah. how about you i number one has to be and i got ghost i got ghost but you could feel it in the synth you know, when they all put the mask on and they all run off the scaffolding and do, like, the flip, but you see, like, Toby and Andrew just kind of, like, battle crying. They all swing, and then they all do the three landings. That's number one. That's going to be on fan trailers forever. Yes. Um, I liked the... I do like the scene of, uh, you're an Avenger. That's great. What's that? <laughs> I, do, I do like that. And... I kind of like the scene. It's only a small scene. I like the scene when Toby meets Doc Ock again, where it's like, how are you doing? It's like, trying to do better. 
Oh, that was good. But that's that was... just like, it's just so the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's just like, how are you doing? I'm just trying to do better. <laughs> or uh, uh, real quick, because it makes me remember this scene. Uh, when Andrew is <laughs> so like, do you catch your Spider-Man suit? Are you going to go in there like <laughs> Like a, yeah. You know, the one thing it is a shame. It's it's a shame we never kind of got a scene with uh, J.K. Simmons and Toba. Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. Thing. What because do you I think thought... about what do you think about the new J. Uh, Jonah Jameson? He's very. I forgot the guy's name. Um, the kind of conspiracy theorist. Jake. Is it something Jake Jones? Jones. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, he's very he's Alex Jones. He seems like he's very Alex Jones, the new kind oh. of conspiracy theory on the internet rather than a paper, newspaper uh, owner. That's a good take. Yeah, for sure. I, I was just thinking this, like... Uh, I was just thinking this annoying general YouTube news type of channel. It's kind of what they were going for, but... Very, very clickbait, Alex Jones, conspiracy, these mass... These mass superheroes are up to something. I agree. And also, it's kind of hard for me right now to see him, because I'm a huge DC fan. I am. I am. And so, like, I see J.K. Simmons, I'm like, it's, there, it's my Commissioner Gordon now, you know, but uh, but no. No, I agree. Very Alex Jones-like, for sure. Do you think he'll be, he'll do more Marvel movies? Do you think he's not in as J. Jonah Jameson all the time? Or do you think they put him in um, far, fr- far from home? They put him as the cameo at the end, the surprise cameo. And do you think they put him there because they knew that, well, it's not really a kind of like fan service movie. Do you think they put him in there knowing he was going to be in this with Toby, Andrew, you know, the older villains? Do you think they kind of, or is he in this now, do you think? He's in it to win it. Uh, he's, uh, I think uh, he's, uh, they knew. And he's back. I think he's honestly, um, just to briefly say, I think he's going to end up be doing both. I think he's Commissioner Gordon for I a think, while. I think there'll be one role they'll do more. Mm-hmm. I don't I think, I, I don't think it's DC because I don't think they know what they're doing. And that goes back to Sony and getting this car back, right? So yeah. I mean, that's a great analogy, that by the way. Thanks. I mean, I mean, DC, <laughs> I, I, they they're trying to do a, a kit car and they ain't got the wheels yet. They don't, dude. I don't even feel they have a car. I feel like, I feel like they're like, hey, we got a car, and it's like, no, dude, that's a wagon. <laughs> you know what I, I think is going to happen? I just thought we your analogy. I can literally see there being a meme of the logo DC over Tobey Maguire's face, and then when they do well, DC, and it's like trying to do better. <laughs> trying to do better. I like that. Uh, Actually, I think that needs to be a meme. Yeah. It's like, how, how are you, you, you? You could have the Doc Ock with the MCU over his face, the logo, the MCU. It's like, how are you doing, my boy? You've got DC over to his face. It's got trying to do better. And then just see, like, like the, the ratings for, like, the, the past Batman movie or Black Adam being a financial success. Mm. If that happens, by the way, it, 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 I copyrighted it. Mm. And uh, this, definitely a different podcast for a different day, but I do got some. I do got some um, um, some things about Black Adam that uh, I'm not sure if a lot of people know yet. But uh, there, and this is to say, Black Adam is going to launch the doors for the DCEU in a lot of ways. 
I mean, that's that's awesome. But as you said, that's another day. I could talk about Black Adam forever. But as you said, that's another day. Thanks for coming on. Where can people find you? They can find me um, uh, every Saturday night. Uh, we try to get started about 8.30 p.m. Central. That's a Nerd Talk happy hour. Sometimes we're generally a little late. A lot of us are coming off work, me and my um, co-hosts. But around 8.30 time, you can see us on uh, Facebook, YouTube, entertainmentnerd.com, um, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, right, after, right, right after we go live, I try to get that uploaded on um, the podcast platforms. That's every Saturday night, Entertainment Nerd News for Nerd Talk Happy Hour, 8.30 p.m. Central. And can I just say, thank you so much for being the first guest. And I know we might have gone here and everywhere, but I, I don't like to have structure. I just like to be the idea of two people sat in a bar and it's just a free talk. So thanks so much, seriously, for coming on tonight. For sure. Anytime. I'd love to come back anytime you're willing to have me. I mean, thanks so much.